Yes, it's a big good morning. Monday, the 19th of June. It's just after 7 o'clock. Double eight, double three. the Temper Bed Post text machine. 0800 150 811 if you want to give us a call. We're going to be talking plenty of rugby over the next couple of hours. We're going to chat to Dallas McLeod, the bolter. He's been selected for the All Blacks 2023 Rugby Championship. So we'll chat to him after 8 o'clock. And we've got Steve Devine coming up there's a couple of messages there that we'll get to shortly but right now it's now time to chat to steve divine steve good morning to you my friend how you doing not too bad mate yourself oh i'm chirpy as anything this morning buddy oh, i'm up and about i'm ready to rip into this chat i cannot wait but to know look sounds like, what sounds like you've been running already <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish, mate. No, that's just called unfit. I'm not running up and down stairs like you, my friend. <laughs> hey, mate, look, oh, we've been talking a little bit this morning about uh, the Super Rugby quarter for, uh, semi-final on Friday night. I know you would have watched it, and you'll probably been simmering away over the weekend thinking about it. What mate, went so wrong? What could have done better? What, what's your take? Haven't, haven't seen it. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, mate, it was uh, it was brutal. Um, I think I think it's probably the only way you can say um, 100% just uh, outclassed. Um, yeah, it was a shame. I, I, I honestly thought that uh, the Blues be able to go down there and win that in Christchurch, and mate, they didn't. They didn't really uh, due to great defence and and um, you know just a bigger, stronger. Um, team on the side, they they just weren't even able to fire shots. They had a couple of chances early, and you know, two passes and a knock on, and it was up the other end for for points. So, um, yeah, it made very disappointing. It was, um, it's been a tough weekend. Steve, just on on that, the, the toughness of the Crusaders, it like gives a, um, I guess a, your analysis of being behind that Crusaders forward pack, you know, and how dominated they were, and how well the half. And the five eight for the Crusaders had had it as opposed to the Blues. Yeah, but you, I just I really I really think of, you know semi-finals footy in the big games. You just got to keep it simple. And I think the Blues try to go a little bit fancy and attack um, a lot of second man plays, and you know just the passes wasn't clicking. Just just to you know basically around defensive line speed and being up in their face, and they 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 didn't cope early, and and the game was gone by the time they really got a chance. I, I thought. Peter Fetter was pretty good when he came on and started taking the ball to the line, which slowed the defensive line speed down a little bit. But, uh, you know, the game was gone by that time. And, um, you know, just full credit to Satis. So I I was chirpy through the week and um, threw some statements out there. And um, I tell you what, they all bit me in the arse. And, and um, it, was, it was a tough it was a tough Friday night. Man, my phone was going hot. Mate, when you think about it, on paper... You know, the Crusaders were lose, lost eight All Blacks, the the Blues had ten, but on paper it doesn't win your games. It goes a long way. So do you think that the mental side of the game was, was lacking? The preparation wasn't quite there throughout the week? I'm trying to find positives. I think the preparation was there for the Blues. I just think they tried to get a little bit smart for themselves and um, just, just to keep it simple. We're seeing that with Brumbies and uh, the Chiefs game, you know, just keep it simple. It was just, it was just you know, brute force at times and you're waiting for your little opportunities, and um, yeah, you just got to keep it simple. I, mate, I take a lot. I try and I try and pull a few positives out of bad situations, and I made the only thing I'm really looking forward to is Razor Robinson coaching the All Blacks next year. Now, um, man, he's taken that. That's a young team. The Crusaders had a lot of injuries, and 
he just keeps finding ways to win, and you know they they were just uh, they were just a dominant team with with you know um, you know they had it all. They were they were brutal brutal up front. They were brutal on uh, defence, and they were just very clear about what they were trying to do. And man, they were just focused and um, just yeah, just another class. And it makes me excited for for next year. I tell you. It's interesting you say that, Steve, because there is some interesting things said by Ian Foster after the uh, announcement of the All Blacks team um, that didn't really add up for me in terms of the way an All Black coach should conduct himself and some of the things that came out. I don't know, is Ke- I don't know if Kez is next door or it's disappeared because the door's open, but uh, we did have uh, we did have a quote from that yesterday uh, that went something like this. Yeah, look, they're, they're tough and there's still a couple that I, I've left texts and messages and haven't heard back from, which, which hurts a bit. But look, they're never nice. I'd sent a few text messages out and I haven't heard back from some, which hurts a bit. I mean, it's like, talk about make it all about me. Jeez, get the violin out. Um, surely, if you're, you've got any medal at all as a coach at that level, you're ringing these players. You're not just sending them text messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone call would be nice. Um, you know, I I, I felt for Hosking Satutu. Uh, I I honestly thought he'd be named. Um, I thought he had a pretty outstanding year and did a lot of the hard work behind the scenes. Um, yeah, mate. Uh, you know, it's 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 a modern coach's role, right? It's uh, every every coach knows that at some stage they're going to have to tell a player that um, they're even not involved in the match day 22 or not 23 or or in a squad. And uh, it's how you deal with those relationships. And probably sending a text message um, is probably not going to cut it these days. I, I wouldn't have thought. From his defence, I think he would have made that call. Um, and they wouldn't have answered, so he would have left the message. I know 100% he wouldn't have texted them to say that they got dropped. If he had done that, oh, he never... man, he needs a big uppercut. The whole Fozzie, <laughs> if he has done that. But um, from my you, times, we're not being a... dropped, Steve. I got a call, <laughs> and I didn't want to answer Steve Henson too, so I would have, I would have blanked yeah. him as well because I knew what was coming on the other side. Yeah, um, yeah you know, just before a team but, announcement, a phone call is not great news, right? <laughs> no, no. If you're hearing before the TV, then you think it's, it's, it's definitely not great news. But, uh, Steve, look, I want to ask you about the impact of Leon McDonald uh, and where has he left this team, the Blues? Has he left this team in a better shape, better place for before we found it and before he got took over the head coaching role? Yeah, I think I think the Blues had a pretty a pretty tough couple of years before um before Leon arrived and, and you look at them now, they've um you know, made the semi finals and made a final last year and won eighteen straight. Um I, I certainly think the team um has, has come a long way and, you know, there's been some selections that have um you know, made this team. You know, I, I guess we don't want to say super successful, but you know, the, the team has definitely improved under his leadership. And um, you know, the, there is seems to be a bit more of a team culture there, which is great news. There's some there's some great young youth coming through. He's brought some good players through himself. So I think it's in a better place. It's it's probably really important. You know, um, losing a few old heads for next year, it's gonna they're gonna need someone there to you know find some find some talent and can and continue to grow the team because you know this this was their year with with the likes of Bodie leaving and um, you know we, we lose a lot of experience next year and I just I, I really thought this was the year to do it if they if they wanted to get it done so you know it's going to be a little bit back to the drawing boards looking for a new coach still and, and yeah we 
we certainly need to bring some some new players through to to cover for the um, uh, the experience we're going to lose. Um, also, um, you know, inside backs. So I think you know, ten and twelve um, combinations need to be sorted pretty pretty smartly. I think that's a big area we need to to find some players, and also probably the locks department. We're, we're always seem to be a little bit thin in that lock lock division. Hey, Steve, just going back to the naming of the All Blacks team and your comment just on line speed, the way that the Crusaders really took it to the Blues on Friday night and stifled uh, any chance of their offence. What, what, what do you make of the selections in and around um, that type of uh, defence coming at them? Because we know the Irish will bring it. We definitely know the French will try it. Um, do, we, do we like the selections that can combat defensive structures like that? Well, you know, I think I think traditionally New Zealand has really struggled against that up and end defence. Um, South Africa have done it for a while. You know, England, everyone's doing it. The Ireland, everyone's doing it. So, but we've just, you know, the last few years have really struggled to to get it sorted. And the Crusaders did it on the weekend. They did it very well. Um, and it's and it's hard. But but also look at the Crusaders and you know they they get their outside backs with the ball in hand running running at high speed and. You know, I, I really like that. I, I thought, um, you know, I thought uh, in all was pretty average at the start of the season, but geez, last month's been pretty good. I, 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 you know, initially I didn't think he'd be selected, but it's hard not to select him over the last month. I thought he's played super well. It's just the amount of ball he gets at full pace before contact um, is the difference. And I, I think the New Zealand teams have struggled. The Crusaders not so much on the weekend. You look at the, you know, you look at their outside backs at ball in hand, and they were they were just at top pace, and they're hard to bring down, and they're getting over the advantage line compared to the Blues. They were almost catching it standing still, getting walloped uh, by an attacking defensive line, and you know, and that's that area we've really struggled for the last, you know, well, last four or five years. We've really struggled, and. And maybe the Crusaders have, have got it sorted with a little bit more depth and, you know, really attacking the ball makes the makes the defensive line slow down a little bit when, you know, you're a chance of catching at full pace. So, yeah, I, I'm, mate, I'm excited. We, we certainly need major improvements in that area. We're going to get a good opportunity with the... The Argies will come up and in. We know the Africans will do it. And um, probably with Eddie back, at the, we'll see the Aussies doing a little bit more too. So... We're certainly going to get a little bit of practice before the World Cup, and uh, I think that's the one big area that we certainly need a lot of practice in. Yeah, I think potentially they could have... I know they spoke about it during the week, they don't want to kick the ball to the Crusaders. I think they actually came back and, and bit them in the backside because there was opportunities out there with the line speeds, particularly on the edge, Steve. Do you, do you feel like they could have probably kicked yeah, oh, a bit more to the width? 100%. I, I feel where the Blues have got it wrong all year is when they do kick the ball, it's not contestable. Mm. You know, they kicked long three or four times just straight down Will Jordan's throat who ran it back and then they're back under the back under the pump, you know. And I you look at all the Crusaders kicks, like pretty much every single kick, uh, it went and it was almost there was a winger there or there was a fullback there trying to contest the ball. And, and that's the difference. And they got a few back and, and they clear their own half. They get to the upper round of halfway and they get the ball back and they, they're back on attack and... I just, I just think that's the one area the Blues have been really struggled this year. They've, they've kicked long with, with no chase, and I thought our wingers have been particularly poor on the kick chase. We just seem to give teams uh, an easy catch and an easy opportunity to bring the ball back or pump it super long back down into our, you know, underneath our own posts. Um, it's, yeah, it's a big area of concern for me, particularly with the Blues, that we just don't seem to get the contestable kick game right. 
Just one thing on their performance too. Defensively, outside centre, I think there was a real big disconnect, particularly outside Rico and, and Bryce Heem and Talia kept coming out of the line. So there was a real disconnect. So defensively, was was that a, a concern for you as well? Well, it was that up and in, right? Um, the wingers mm-hmm. were coming in and getting caught. And I know Caleb's been caught a few times this year with it. Um, yeah, they're, they're a good defensive team when they're up and out. Um, but for some reason, we just decided. I think we do it in our 22 more in our in our 30. We we go up and in, and yeah, for me, I I don't I I haven't really played that style. I I don't really understand it as well as others do. But um, yeah, I've just I just felt if we all up and out together, then we're pushing them out over the sideline eventually, and and uh, and it's easy. But you know, I, I I don't fully understand the up and in. I. I, I know a lot of teams use it and use it well, but I, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't like it because you do get wingers caught if they're not there quick enough, and mm. that's what happened multiple times, and it's happened through the season a lot. I, I think on the weekend, Mark Talia was coming up with a lot of urgency and getting up out of line, but what was happening was Rico and Bryce Heem were were stagnant and they were staying still, so it creates that little that little window between the the last defender and that inside defender. So if you're going to come up and in, you need to come up as a unit. So I think that's what let yeah. them down, Kimpy. Yeah, just on just on that too. Talking about Caleb Clark, how lucky was he to be selected? Um, yeah, I, listen, I don't think he's had the greatest form in the last last month or so. Um, I I yeah I I I just don't I don't think his work rate has been as consistent as some of the other players. He, he his kick chase is poor. But gee, when he gets the ball in hand, he gets a bit of space. He he goes pretty well. So you know, I, he's a young kid still. I just I just think that fitness level as a winger these days, you've got to be kicking every chase and you've got to be kicking at high speed. And and that's probably one area of his game where I, I don't think he's as good as the rest of the wingers just yet. But you know, he's a, he's a kid. The All Blacks, you know, they take these kids and they 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 back themselves to get them, you know, to a to a level where they. They can perform very well, so you know he's he, he's a great young kid. He's a great man, and um, I wish him well. I just yeah, I just I'd love to see more work rate from from the big fella. Yeah, good good call too, Steve. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us this morning on Izzy and Kempe. Just before we let you go, who's the next Blues coach? Um, oh gee, I, I was I was actually hoping for Wayne Pivak, but I, I understand he signed up in Japan, which is. Which is a shame. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'd love to see Joe Smith there. I really would. Um, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe someone in house at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. I've, I've been trying to get a few vibes. What's out there? But I, I haven't really heard anything back. But um, yeah, Joe, Joe Smith would be a great option if they could uh, if they could lock him down. But I'm, I'm not too sure that's going to happen. Steve RTS didn't make the All Blacks. From what we understand, there might be something in his contract that suggests he can he, he can be let go now. Let what, him go. What chance he, he's in a Warriors jersey before the end of the year? Uh, yeah, well, I you know, I yeah, I don't. He didn't make the New Zealand uh, fifteen team either. So, um, mate, I, I I imagine if if he really really wants to go, then they'll probably let him go. Um, whether the Warriors can use him, um, I'm not too sure, but. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine that anyone would hold him, um, hold him to a contract for for NPC. That's a, it's probably a bit tough. Yeah, it is, mate. It is indeed. All right, good stuff, Steve. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. To be Thanks, honest, Steve. Surprised you picked up. Cheers, boys. When keep I called up, you keep yesterday. Up the energy, eh? Well done, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Mate.
Mate, when you uh, when you throw when you throw some shit out there, you gotta you gotta take it on the chin. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Gee, it's been a tough weekend, mate. It's been a tough weekend. But hey, it's Monday. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I like it. I like your thinking. Good stuff. Steve Devine with us, former All Black halfback and uh, co-host of Blues Brothers here on SENZ on a Wednesday night as well. It is twenty past seven. Keep your texts coming through. Double eight double three or oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.